Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Chickity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, yeah. my fine metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. How are you doing? I'm Chuck. I'm Godless. As and this all. is your weekly examination of all things metal, the Metal Sucks Podcast. This week brought to you by Creative Live. They've got classes on engineering, mixing, mastering, taught by artists. You're some of your favorite artists, man. Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, Periphery Converge Between the Barrier to Me. It'll help you learn how to record music. Head over to creativelive.com slash audio if you want to learn more and watch some pr- free previews of uh, the kind of videos that they put out. It's a pretty cool website, man. That's like my dream job to be a student at Creative Live. Can you to imagine be, to having... A you don't yeah, want to actually because, make music. Yeah, no, no, because you got like, I mean, the Dillinger Escape Plan guy is your professor, and then like you leave that class, you, you try to hit on the hot chick in the hallway, and then the next class is being taught by like, uh, you know, uh, uh, a periphery dude. Yeah, you know, right. It's like... That's freaking awesome. That's like the coolest college on earth. It's drop out of real school and go to creative live. You know well, what I mean? It's, it's so weird because I mean I'm an I'm an engineer by day, right? That's what I do. Uh, different kind of mixing. I, I, I don't do uh, audio like recording engineering. I'm doing radio engineering. So uh, it, they work with a lot of equipment that I see all the time, and it's it's neat to see some of the way other people do all that stuff. Because I've worked with that stuff, and I've worked in studios and done that sort of thing, and it's 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 always interesting to see how other people do it, because no matter what, somebody knows how to do it better than you do, and you can always learn something, and those guys know what the hell they're doing, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like the thing you always heard, you know, like, if you don't know, teach. You know, if you don't do it, teach it. And this... this this online college, Creative Live, is done school. by people who are doing it. Yes, they're yeah. doing it so they know how to do it. They're going to tell you everything they know. And uh, that's like a dream. It's total dream. It, 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 you got to take advantage of it. it. If you're not even just like, even if you're, if you're not even going to just go look at the site and look at what's available, you are totally doing yourself a disservice. Well, in this episode of the Mental Sex Podcast, you're going to learn a lot about parrots. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe you won't learn a lot about parrots, man. We got our guest hate beak on this episode, uh, which is it's it, it okay. We didn't interview the parrot. Just so you know, now I'm not going to get your hopes up uh, ahead of time. But uh, we got to interview the two human members of the band and actually talk about uh, their latest release that's that that's out now, and you can check out which is sort of freaky and creepy and kind of awesome at the same time. We'll also hear a new song off that record. Dude, we get some like uh, Pig Destroyer news too. Uh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We made sure we had to ask a, little, a couple of Pig Destroyer questions. You know, yeah. so. and we get the new Cataclysm, their latest song called "The Serpent's Tongue." That's going to be on this episode. So hold on for that. Make sure that you are also subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Just search for Metal Sucks Podcast on iTunes. You'll find it. Leave us a couple of stars. Tell us we suck. Whether it's your Stitcher app or however you get your podcast, you'll be able to find it. Just search Metal Sucks Podcast. And you will find us, subscribe, and, um, you know, tell your friends about it, however you get it. You know, if you like it, pass it on, dude. And you can also find us on social media. I am at Bearded Ape. I'm on, at Godless Speaks. Yeah, on Twitter, right? Godless Speaks.com. Yeah, I always forget to, uh, Twitter. I'm getting better at Twitter, though. 
do everybody knows what at means at this point do they okay know? i don't know it's like yeah. it's like it, when you email me at www dude but i did you know? when do you cut that off right i mean because because somebody made fun of me the other day because i typed in www and i'm like is really are you sure that i can just leave that off now uh, yeah you don't do the control enter I do control enter. What the fuck is that? Yeah, you just type in where it is. It automatically sticks the dub 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 and the dot com on whatever you type into the browser. I don't even know what that is, man. You're, ah, ta- you're talking loops around dude, me now, man. See, yeah. I need to watch. I learned it. that from Creative Live. Man. <laughs> I need to watch a video on that. I guess <laughs> because I'm a dumbass. All right, kick ass. <laughs> Uh, but one other thing that you can do is you can also communicate with the show. You can let us know if uh, you've got anything that you want to say at the bottom of every post that we put up at MetalSucks.net. We've got a little link to a thing called SpeakPipe, and uh, you can leave us a message. Maybe it's a comment about one of our past episodes, or maybe it's a topic starter like this one from Cam. Hey, guys. This is Cameron from North Carolina, and I had two questions. Uh, first of all, I was wondering if you all have noticed the upswing in um more sludge and doom bands it seems that they're coming onto the scene almost like the new deathcore um i've seen a lot of people wearing their electric wizard t-shirt and even older bands like acid bath that really started the whole thing back in the 90s second question um and this comes from more of a fan's perspective do the streaming sites that most metalheads use like google play and spotify for instance actually support the artists of the uh, albums we're listening to or are we just supporting the companies themselves with our monthly subscription? I'd love to hear what you guys have to say because I haven't really been able to turn up much results on this, just uh, searching online. So I uh, love the show. Thank you for your time. This is how the the online streaming sites are being a service to the bands and musicians. What they are doing is they are transitioning everybody from stealing this music which is what used to happen with uh, um, uh, Napster and and all the torrent sites. And that still occurs, obviously, right? But what it is, is it's making it easier now for you to support the artists without stealing from them. You're streaming the music off. Now, the qualifier to that is that they're not giving up <laughs> any money mm-hmm. to these artists. So you're not really supporting them that much. Yeah. But it, this is a transitionary period. I'm, I'm totally confident on this. It sucks right now. This might last another year. It might last another decade. It might, who knows how long it lasts, but this is a transition period. And, and, and the only thing we can do is to support the artists that we love and stream the artists that we like. All right. First, qu- for, just to answer your first question. Yeah. Doom and stuff. Yeah. It's coming up. Uh, who cares? Uh, so, <laughs> so your second question though. You're you're dead on uh, as far as uh, what what's happening with, uh, with with all this. You're basically paying your subscription fee, and it's going to the company, not to the bands. Uh, there, the streaming services. You are correct, Godless, that it is a this is a midpoint uh, in the music industry where these things are going to have to do it. But to to fool yourself to think that this is going to happen quickly, that's total bunk. That's not going to happen. That's not going to be. Just ask the RIAA and try trying to get the United States to pay for performance royalty fees and how long that's taken because it's still yeah. not happening so the thing is, is that i think that there's good this this is going to be the, the the mode of doing business for the foreseeable future and apple sees it that's why they're kicking in apple music and they're going to start their own service so that they can do the same thing and get their piece of the pie because people are going to stream and then they, and they don't have to pay for it and then yeah well who's going to have to 
cents on the dollar. It's well, the Apple the music thing is interesting. Money. The Apple music thing is interesting because it, it is on the one hand, it's sort of like the easy way to look at it is that the the industry as a whole is doubling down on this idea of ripping off the artists by just launching another streaming service. But the truth of the matter is, is that what it does offer artists is a chance to say you can stream us here, but not there. And if enough artists do that, what they will do is they will force the 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 streaming service that they're no longer on to offer a better deal. And you, when they're saying, okay, okay, instead of giving you a tenth of a penny, now we're going to give you no. half a penny, and then you can put. Now I'm telling you, the only people who are going to be able to do that are the Taylor Swift types. Yeah, exactly. That's the it's it's all about the leverage, and most artists don't have the leverage to be able to pull that off, man. I mean, and there's the value of the record labels. That is the value of the record labels. When when <laughs> uh, uh, dude, dude, seriously, when Century Media was like, we're not streaming our stuff on on Spotify because it sucks, and people were like, well, all right, they're not. I'm not getting turned on to your stuff. It was it was hurtful. But if Century Media is able to go, hey, you're not able to stream it on Spotify, but you are able to to stream our stuff on Apple Music, people go, okay. Yeah, I don't know though, man. I, Until Spotify open uh, uh, gives Century Media a better deal. Yeah, but it's going to wind up being like the freaking airlines, man. You got the, you'll have all these people in collusion with each other as far as price fixing and what they're doing. So it's going to be a certain rate that that people get and what they're what they're getting. So I, I don't think there's going to be that much difference, uh, ex- with the exception of like you said, the the majors, like the big 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 artists. Those people are going to get much higher percentage, oh, yeah. uh, than anybody else because they can negotiate that. They've got the power. You know, I mean, you're talking about Taylor Swift who can write a write a freaking email post or a blog post and changed the biggest company in the world's Kudos mind about how her, shit goes man. fuck Kudos that bullshit her. bullshit i still call bullshit on taylor swift on that shit Kudos because the whole photography her. thing now she's she's a freaking hypocrite in that respect because that's a whole that's a whole piece of crap the other well, argument, dude but, I, I don't know what you're talking about well the, i have a bunch of friends of mine who are photographers and basically she has like the worst contract ever as far as photographer photographers are concerned and who owns the rights to pictures that are taken at one of her shows and it's really it's really like one of the most constraining contracts ever for photographers who are doing basically their art and when she's talking about art and royalties and what the ability for an artist to be able to do and and one of the most restrictive contracts that she has out there for photographers and it's a whole nother story that's a whole nother you know what you know what that exactly it it has it that that has nothing to do with this because and i'll tell you why because all that does is it proves the power that taylor swift has she is able to say to photographers either sign it and agree to it or don't take the picture and you can either take it or not i mean yeah but you have an artist but you have an artist who's saying that it's important art is important it's important to get paid for your art but at the same time the artist that she doesn't she gives the finger to these other people who are quote-unquote artists as well and doesn't support them and what they're doing and uh, and so on but but they can do their art taking pictures of anybody is she the only person on earth that you can take a picture of who cares? I'm just, I'm just saying. They're dude. not like, artists. That's ridiculous, Chuck. They're not artists. They're taking pictures of Taylor Swift. There's no art involved. It's all commerce. They turn around and sell their photos for the highest bidder. And I don't blame them for it. I'm going to give you this idea uh, no. that you're trying to say that they're expressing themselves because they can they can take uh, a, a picture in the first two songs with no flash. Screw that. No, I'm gonna give they're you not a D- artists. Dude, I'm going to give you a DSLR and sit you in the pit and actually 
Kelly, see if you can get a decent picture out of that thing uh, with, with, with the way that Hell they do no, that you stuff. won't. Yeah, Dude, no, I, you won't. I, I'm, no, yeah, exactly. But I, you know what? If I was an artist as a photographer, freaking go out to the woods, take pictures of freaking, you know, <laughs> not everybody's waterfalls or okay. whatever. But anyway, you know, but, but that's not what we're talking about. I know, but what we're talking about here, you brought it up, A, and B, what we're talking about, if if what you brought up is, is somehow, somehow related, the only way it's related is by the fact that she has power. And you know what? A collection of bands, usually under the banner of a record label, because damn it, none, nobody's going to join a freaking union then that's the only way that these artists are going to have any power and they're going to have to they have now the ability to start to wield it because there is competition out there yeah except for the fact well and that's the thing except for the fact that they've tried to wield it in the past and it hasn't worked but because there was no competition spotify was pretty much the only game in town what are you going to do try to stream stuff with your real audio player no, there's nobody else. Now there's Apple Music. Now you've got an alternative. Every other yeah, alternative that's, a, that, that's popped up is sucked. But that's Pandora also like blows. saying. But that's also like saying, okay, well, you had opportunities, other ways to sell your music as well. We're gonna instead of iTunes, we're gonna go over here and sell it on Rhapsody. Well, good fucking luck with that. You nobody's gonna exactly, find it exactly because Rhapsody's got no market share. But Apple, before they're even out the gate, have got more uh, market share than Spotify does. Now Spotify's got to figure out a way to stay competitive, and if they can get some artists that Apple doesn't have, they are going to get. more more market share how do they get that to happen they start opening up their pockets and making sure some of these artists are getting paid it'd be even better if they make sure all of their artists are getting paid more and then all the artists will go over there i see and i think you assume that people are going to go from service to service to service and i don't think they will i think people are are going to listen to what they they if if i'm on apple music and i'm paying ten dollars a month for apple music you're dumb. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay ten bucks a month for Spotify. I'm not gonna pay ten bucks a month for Google Play. Exactly. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay what I'm gonna pay for dude, whatever. If I'm when I go on Netflix and I'm I'm surfing through what it is that they have to offer as far as documentaries are concerned, and and I love documentaries, and there's I, I'm bored as shit. Of, you know, I'm not gonna watch Super Size Me for the fourth time. You know, like I'm gonna start looking for other streaming services. Oh, look at that! There's a streaming service up there. It's the same price as netflix and they've got like 15 times more documentaries than netflix does now i'm interested in that site and maybe i'm going to spend my money over there and that's how this works you get competitors out there and you pick and choose where you're going to go and you switch just because you're giving apple 10 bucks a month doesn't mean you always have to give apple Your 10 bucks people a month. don't switch dude it's um, that, that's not Hell how yeah. no, you, no, you, you don't dude, dude. You, you still renting videos at blockbuster no that's not no what I'm because about. there's something better with Netflix. that's not what i'm talking about people uh, i'm gonna try the free free promo of, uh, of prime i'm gonna try the free promo of hulu but i'm on netflix whether i like it or not whether the if they've got back to the future three or not i'm, I'm on netflix that's what i got that's what what i do it's part of my it's in my wheelhouse it's what i do where it's where dumb. do I, but that's what, if you're not that's getting value why would you, are, dude that's how people it do it no but they yes don't. they do if that, no if they were if that were true you'd be going to the grocery store to be still the still the same kellogg's cornflakes and lucky charms to choose from and nothing else but you know what you go to the grocery store and there is 10 times more cereals to choose from than there was 10 years ago it's crazy the amount of cereals that you can choose from now and that's because the market realized that people wanted 
change and sometimes they want something different and sometimes they want something that is more specific to what they like and the internet is an awesome place for that i'm just saying that i don't believe that people are going to make a change left and right and this and that and i've got to pull my credit card information from this put it here and put it there and make it this and that happen i don't think people are going to go through the rigmarole just because they can't get the slayer record there they're going to go to fucking youtube and they're going to get it off youtube instead they're going to go somewhere else where they can stream it for free and not have to worry about it and and that there are other outlets but you're not these paying services the ones that make artists money quote unquote are that sort of battle that they're going to get into that's a battle between the because no matter what the artists aren't going to make any money who's going to make it make the money out of this spotify is google play apple is then nuclear blast uh roadrunner the labels are going to make the the other lion's share of that and all of it doesn't really doesn't really matter to anybody because because the artist is we've talked about this before about how the artist is make is not making any money anyway so, so how do you change it how do you change it blow it all up you know fuck it burn it to the ground and put your shit out no you gotta come up with a solution <laughs> on your own website with what's available and i'm telling you that this is the best possibility i'm not saying that well, people no, no, are gonna no. get I'm rich again i'm not saying that the price of a cd going from 9.99 to 15.99 to 18.99 where it was near that, that was not the question is whether or not that when whether or not we have the answer for what it is it's whether or not they're making money off of what of what's going on and they're not I'm, and I'm saying that this is the best opportunity for it. This is a this is progress. No, no, no. The it be, may be the, small the progress, be, but, the but it's good opportunity progress. Opportunity when the when the when it's the only opportunity. Of course, it's the best opportunity. So I mean, come exactly. on. Exactly. Well, that, that's not a fucking. That's not a fair fucking. That's, that's why that's I asked fair. you. What's that's why I asked you. What is the other option? There's and you're like, well, I don't know throw well if you don't know that's what i'm saying this is the best opportunity that's available it's certainly the best opportunity that's come around in the last few years this is something that artists should get excited about not so excited that you quit your day job but excited because i mean it's, like, it, it's it, gonna it is, make a make a difference i don't know man i still I, I just, it's still it's a hard living to do and it's gonna it's harder Look, and harder spotify and harder has to figure out a way to differentiate themselves from apple and Apple needs to figure out a way to differentiate itself from Spotify and so on and so forth. Now, how do you do that? There's a million different ways, but one really awesome way to do it is to have exclusive content and have content that the other streaming service doesn't True. have. That's the difference, too, between these guys and what it was just prior to them popping up, which is the torrent sites and the uh, um, uh, uh, Napster and all that other stuff. Back then, artists had zero control and receiving zero money, and people were not only listening to what they have done, they were owning what they had done. And this is progress on that. Well, it's not I think the awesome, other, but it's progress. And I think the other thing that Apple has over a lot of the other ones or at least could and what could benefit the artist in, in in a better way in that respect uh on apple is that you can buy your music as well so if i wanted to li- stream the entire record right like say i, I want to listen to the new faith no more album there's two extra songs on there right and you can't stream those two extra songs but i you're hooked up to itunes already you can purchase those two songs and boom they are yours and suddenly you own them so they they have a they also have a pay model Per song that I think is going to be beneficial for artists and also for them because they've got those options sort of built in already where Spotify does not. Uh, and some of the other services like Google Play almost don't even count because that's 
you know it's too small it's too small dude dude yeah i mean i mean i know that everybody last week went and bought the new refused album because everybody (laughs) needs to own it and and it's a it's a it's a public service for me to tell everybody you should own the new refused album but besides the new refused album maybe the new ken mode album there's really no value in owning music at all anymore lies no value it's going the way of vinyl it's going the way of vinyl. Yeah. Stream up, everything, baby. man. Going up, baby. Vinyls, you, was vinyls on the rise, bitches. Screw that, man. It's a souvenir. Nobody even listens to it. it That's because it, it, nobody the, takes any pride in their tunes anymore, bro. Whatever. Because, you, you guys are full of it. people are in their car. You, uh, Cam- people are sick Cameron, of hearing. Sick of hearing. Sick, sick of hearing. Sick of hearing. Sick of Skips, man. Cameron. Skips. You remember Cameron, Skips? You know I don't because I actually have good seat. I take care of my shit, bro. No. Whatever, You, you know why you take? Yeah. Because it sits on your shelf and and you never pull it out. That's what taking care of an LP is. Lies. Lies. It's not All lies. lies. Cameron, right, you, you tell me. Support, you want to support artists, go to a show and buy the music from the artists themselves. Put the money in their pocket and get or, them to their or, next destination. Or done off of their done. band camp or off their website Directly or whatever. Directly from the artists. And personally, I think, I think that the, that the direct-to-consumer sales are going to be more beneficial for artists than than ever before because i think that there's more options for them to do that online and through their record label even if it's a small distro label or something like that being able to do those kind of uh, a la carte sort of ordering stuff plus you can get merch and other things online those things i think are going to be more beneficial to artists over the long run and that's going to be a better solution than any of the streaming crap because no they're never going to get the royalties out of it love and stream the albums you like and don't bother with vinyl or cassette cassettes oh my god uh, cassettes <laughs> i can't get behind at least vinyl is yeah. awesome so cassettes always sucked Nah. Always, always. Yeah, they did. They, they kind of did. Can't always find suck. the song. Yeah, it, uh, uh, you get but I had auto, I had auto uh, rewind. At least auto shit. auto rewind was kind of cool. You know, that was all right. And everybody's like, "Oh no, you need the Maxell SD <laughs> yeah, right. two, and it's gotta have SD Dolby surround three. sound." Oh, <laughs> dude, it sounded like crap, no matter what. Shh. Yeah. Did. I, you know, the whole time. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it used to be that, like, if you didn't want me to hear it, then all you needed to do was say doom metal. Like, <laughs> like if you really don't want me to hear it, say doom metal and cassette only. That I'm done. I'm good. I, I'm I'm gone. That's gonna There's, be the new electric wizard. That's a, it's only gonna be out on a, on a cassette tape. So yeah, I, even if it comes out for that matter, now that they're in a royalty battle, but. Uh, buy the new hate beak though <laughs> the new hate beak is out i think you can get in on all the uh maybe the streaming services i don't know uh we gotta get into our interview with the uh, parrot fronted the only avian fronted band in the entire world hate beak on the metal sucks podcast <laughs> Guys, all right, so first question I've got is when you've got a parrot that sings for your band, are you really just making a commentary that, like, vocalists just don't matter? I mean, it's just, it, it's not that important. <laughs> well, speaking from being a formal vocalist in a band, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think our commentary is just like uh, we're kind of retarded a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You know, we, I mean, we speak the for the birds. <laughs> the whole thing just kind of started as a, as a as a joke. Mark and I were kind of both between bands at the time, 
I was in a band called Daybreak, and Mark was in a band called Index at the time. And we were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we did this stupid contest? And uh, we were in between bands, and we kind of always wanted to work together. And I guess we kind of found somebody with a parrot, and that was it. We were like, <laughs> I was like, I'm coming over on Saturday, and we're going to start this. I think part of it, too, was once, I think Blake pitched the idea, and we both pretty much decided that it just, it had to happen. You know, it wasn't necessarily going to go anywhere, but once the idea was formed, we had to make it happen. There, there, we didn't have a choice anymore. <laughs> when I heard the, when I heard the idea, I was like, I just pictured the like, you know, the the evolutionary line that went from Barney Greenway to Donald Tardy <laughs> to a parrot. You know, it's like you get like really sophisticated <laughs> lyrics. You get a guy who just does what sounds good, and then you get a parrot. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. that's where it goes. Just needs a mullet. Yeah, and you know, birds. It's we didn't just take a parrot by accident. They they're good at imitating. It, you know, Donald Tardy's a uh, Donald Tardy's a good example of that. Um, or is it John Tardy? I can never remember which one it is. He he's like oh, he's yeah, almost he like right. sounds like a beast, you know. And so does so does Barney Greenway in some ways. And it seemed like having an animal represent even representing the animal kingdom was the logical next step. But I mean, how much more extreme are you going to go? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was also kind of a thing. Is you know, definitely in earlier interviews talked about how we wanted to step it up a notch and how every generation of new musicians wants to be more extreme, whether it be like more evil or more dark or more fast or heavier. And uh, this was kind of our way of doing that. See, we, I just we became more extremely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just pictured it as like sleeping in one Saturday morning and a girlfriend's bird wouldn't shut the fuck up. And you're just going, I know what that could be used for. I know exactly what this could be used for. Yeah, did you sleep with the owner of the parrot's wife? And this is where it all came from. That's a good question. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was uh, part of an unholy unholy union. Definitely, you know, this is definitely came the territory. Some of these animals make some pretty extreme sounds. You know, like some monkeys are like that, too. They make some just crazy screeching noises. And I, I think you hit upon something... Before, when you when you you know your first question was, does it really is this like saying that the vocalists don't matter? I mean, of course, of course they matter, but I know that you can listen to metal your entire life and not know most of the lyrics, and it, it's up to you to do your homework and find out what those lyrics are. A lot of the times, because yeah, there are lyrics does homework, who are outstanding. On. I know <laughs> there are some lyricists who, who are outstanding, and you know it's worth it to take the time, but they're few and far between. I think nowadays. Yeah, when was the last time I figured out exactly what John Gallagher was saying in a Dying Fetus song? It's been a while. Right. Right. Well, I, I still remember, like, when I got Effigy the Forgotten, and I would listen to that over and over <laughs> and over again. And I remember telling a girlfriend, I know all the words in this album. Well, not the words yeah. in the album, but I know <laughs> all the every, sounds. Every sound. <laughs> you know, a lot of sort these of the, bands are singing in other languages. And yeah. You just get so used are to it. either that or, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> it's like I mean, we took we took um, Brutal Truth's album title and took it to that next level. You know, yeah. the sounds from the Animal Kingdom. We wanted them to actually come from the Animal Kingdom. So is yeah. the is is the bird that aggro? I mean, like, is he an angry bird? What does he like want to hurt people? Because <laughs> I've met no, I've met know, some parrots in the past, and they're they've kind of been assholes to me. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kind of it kind of depends. Um, you know, if he's not comfortable. He will bite your ear, and he will bite the shit out of it, and it hurts. 
Um, it, it, there's like probably some old photos where me and Mark are there, and the bird is on my shoulder. And if you can tell, I'm stretching my neck as far away as possible <laughs> as I can. Yeah, you know, he, he can be a dick. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, they clearly bond with. They tend to bond with one person very strongly, and depending on how I guess hungry they are, yeah, they can be really ornery. What I love is that it sounds like you're describing every metal vocalist I've ever heard before, ever. (laughs) Well, they need to be fed really well, and if they don't like you, they can really get pissed off and bite your ear. Yeah. And Mark, have you ever written a riff based on a sound your lawnmower made? Well, not a lawnmower, but certainly um, like an air compressor or Or a blender. You know, a piece of a yeah, a piece of equipment or something like that. Definitely, especially. I mean, I'm I'm a big Mashuda fan, so. Yeah, you get a lot of that real rhythmic kind of repetitive industrial machinery sounding stuff, and that just—I think it just comes out, you know, when I'm when I'm writing stuff. I hear these things; they could come from machines. I, I stick them somewhere in my brain, and then they come out later. I don't know. Like my wife, like got an electric lawnmower uh, when we moved out here, and now I refuse to mow the lawn because before it was like I could just imagine that the lawnmower was making some pretty kick-ass riffs, but now it just—it's a steady, you know. Yeah, that's just not. It's easy it's listening, cool. huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's much more Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys did this for a few years. You took a few years off. Did you hate each other at that time? Did the the parrot refuse, or you're just too busy, or, or yeah, and we, then all your back. We hated what each happened? other the whole time. <laughs> no, I mean it was yeah. There was just so much going on. You know, Mark. Uh, I got married. Had kids. Moved to Jersey. Um, I started focusing more on pig destroyer. We both had day jobs uh, for a while. This record was intended. Uh, recorded with the intention of Chris X at Reptilian to put it out. And then he didn't do his label for a while and is now starting to do it again. So it's like, you know, a number of boring-ass factors. Maybe we should just tell you that the pair flew away for a little bit <laughs> and then he got recaptured. <laughs> yeah, Peter. Really interesting, right? it was, I think Peter got a hold of him for a while there. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so Blake, is, is Pig Destroyer, there's like nothing going on right now and this gives you the window? Or uh, you got a little bit of news on Pig Destroyer coming up? Um, well, no, we do have some stuff coming up. We're going to start writing fairly shortly as we don't want to have another like five or six years between releases like it was with Family and Bookburner. Um, we just did a uh, Temple Festival in the UK. We are headed to Obscene uh, Extreme next week and a couple of Italy dates. I think we got Heavy Montreal and that might be it for the year. Um, but yeah, we're starting to write finally since, you know, we got a bass player and we want to do some stuff with him. So, you know, in, in Pig Destroyer time and in Hapeak time, you know, we kind of, like, work on our own schedules. So, you know, for a band that, that tours nonstop and does whatever, they can, like, you know, they're always around each other. They can kind of crunch out riffs and, and get a record together in a couple of years. Well, we don't really work that way. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there is some stuff, and it's it's not like Pig Destroyer has ever taken, like, a real break. Uh, this record, the Hapeak record, had been recorded nine years ago. Um, and it kind of sounds like it, if you ask me a little bit, but, uh, you know, that was, that was, you know, when Chris decided to do the label again, he was like, I still want to put this out. And it was like, okay, well, I guess we're ready. <laughs> you know, we've been ready for the past nine years. If but JR he, ever yeah. left pig destroyer, would you replace him with a parrot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't <laughs> 
I mean, what's this, what's this say here about putting a sloth on drums? Is there any truth yeah. to that? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's one thing for a metal vocalist to be looking over his shoulder. There's another one to be looking on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it your job. Too many jokes. I shouldn't. I promised myself I wouldn't tell any damn jokes. Oh, come on, man. Like, that's, you know, that's. No, that's. You, a lot you of press really should. <laughs> yeah, I've been, doing a lot of, I've been doing a lot of press for this record. And there's, like, a surprising amount of people that take this way more seriously than Mark and I do. I mean, you know, to call it a joke band is not necessarily real because it's not really a joke, but we have a lot of fun with it. And as long and, you know, it comes from a real genuine love of the music, you know, like yeah. we've been listening to metal since we were children. And it's just like, you know, we don't, we try not to phone it in and we try to put way more effort into it than something like this really deserves. <laughs> uh, we kind of like to leave the, the listener scratching their head in terms of, are these guys serious or not? Like, but you know, I, at the same point, you know, like, you guys making jokes about it is fine. It's a little refreshing. But the question oh, yeah. is, like, so how how did you do this? Why did you do this? Like, well, you know. Can I talk to the uh, bird? Don't you have Google? Yeah. I've, I've got a lot of questions for that. I'm like, yeah, I can set up the phone in front of a bird, and you can spout up all day long, and if it feels like talking to you, it will say something. And hmm. if not, it, you'll, it'll be a cool, pretty boring interview. Well, we are on a conference call. Maybe we can dial them in real quick. I mean, let's see what we got. All right, cool. You, you, if you get lucky, you might get the uh, Andy Griffith thing whistled, too. <laughs> oh, sweet. doesn't work in the context of hating so much. But. Yeah, right. So, I mean, you're, you're 10 years in on this. I mean, is it still funny to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. okay. As long as we can think of dumb fucking song titles and, like, stupid puns. Yeah, that's a big part like, of it. <laughs> it really is, like. And there's a certain amount of absurdity to it. You know, absurdity is important to us in our daily lives. You know, we're both big fans of Longmont, Potion Castle. We did that split with the guy. That's the sort of universe we inhabit. We're just, people do or talk about bizarre things, and it's never explained, and then they just go on with their lives, you know? I mean, yeah, it is a little bit of a bummer to me when I have to explain it in a serious sort of manner. Yeah. Like, I did an interview for Vice, and the girl wasn't a fan of music. So not only did I have to give her a crash course in heat beak, she needed what a crash the, course in death They couldn't metal. get the water oh, cooler God. to do the interview? Oh, oh, yeah. It was it was, it was was gnarly. And she called me three times. And finally, I was like, look, lady, if you don't have enough now, you're like, just make yeah. it up. Because <laughs> you know, not, even, get, not even getting the music puns, not even understanding what the, what, what the puns oh, of the song no, titles and stuff are. Yeah. Yeah, she had no idea. Oh, wow. She didn't even know what a split seven inch was. But yeah. I would guess that, like, <laughs> when you call up, like, Judas Priest and you're like, hey, we want to do Beaking the Law, and they don't get the joke, that's got to suck. Well, that's yeah. why we don't call them. <laughs> <laughs> you just do it. Yeah. We wait for the cease and desist to come. Yeah. That's how we know they, they got or didn't get the joke. So. Which, which we do get, which we did get on our first. Uh, seven inch. Which we deserve. Because we deserve that. We made very little <laughs> effort for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also didn't think it would sell. Um, right. So yeah, we didn't think they'd ever, ever notice. Right. Hey, well, we, we, and we didn't think that that anyone would ever pick it up, and then it kind of caught on like wildfire. <laughs> who, who, who ceased and desisted, and what was the for? Uh, it was for, we ripped off the Screaming for Vengeance cover. I mean, like, uh, to the oh, point where I just yeah. took my copy... I took my copy and stuck it on a scanner. So, yeah, and we just put our logo like, on top of their logo. <laughs> yeah. It changed the, you know, 
screaming for vengeance to say be good future faction and then <laughs> there we go that was our record cover uh, so yeah we got we got one in the third pressing of that i think we took a picture of the pair in front of it but i wanted to tape the c the c and d on top of it and release it that way <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it was as visually as catching so i used to have a book it was awesome it was uh uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the band, but they called they back in the uh, late '80s. They had an album they called U2 Negative Land, and Negative Land was really small on the cover, but U2 was really huge. And of course, U2 is like you can't do that, and they're like, why not? Because yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah. And it was called the story of the letter U and the numeral two, and it's a it's a great one, you know. It's a, and it's all yeah. the cease and desist letters and all that. It's a great, interesting idea about like, well, who owns Copyright what? What is a and, yeah. yeah? What does a brand mean? And you know all that, which was exactly what they were after. But you know, they, they, well, you know, and what, what we try to do is kind of more of like an homage, not necessarily like, hey, we just want to rip this off. You know, we had. Have you guys seen the record cover yet? Yeah. Oh yeah, number okay. of the beast. Yeah, right. Remember right. the beak, obviously. So, but, yeah, right. But uh, so you know, we had someone repaint that and and try to like put it in there. And I think if you look closely, the devil is Mark's face. But yeah, like you know, it's just we want we want people to get a laugh about it. I mean, what you're telling me that cover looks like a metal album. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, definitely like some. Uh, That's not an original piece of artwork, huh? Wow. Either, either, that is a reasonable piece of artwork. It's just the idea is not I know. It's, an, it's, it's a parody. And it, there, I mean, there's a line between parody and plagiarism. And we're certainly not making money off of this venture. So I'm really not sure what if these guys think we're taking away from their brand or something. It's just, you know, it's their lawyers. I don't even think that, that the people in the bands are even involved in any of this. It's just well, I can, tell you, I can tell you that, that Jamie Johnson knows about the band. And he knows about the logo. <laughs> well, and there's there's some opportunity for you guys to cross paths, but I mean, the chances of you and Rob Halford being in the same place at the same time aren't as good. But you know, That's maybe true. one day you can you know you can uh, have that out. I was almost pissed about it. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't get any shit about the uh, uh, about like the song titles or anything like that, did you? It was like the cover no. art. No, not really. Honestly, I think a lot of people, like you guys maybe, and like the Metal Injection guys, like more metal press, kind of get it. Uh, Decibel too, but I think a lot of people are just like, what? I don't I don't get it. Like, <laughs> seven churches, seven perches? Like, it's not that... <laughs> it's not like a far <laughs> threat here. My favorite was I mean, Malt Thrower by far. You know. Yeah, Malt Thrower is your favorite? Uh, <laughs> as, as far as like the pun, I think that's probably probably my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, that one's mine. I try to like it's it's a little too easy to cram beak into everything. Yeah, yeah. So we want to try to like, you know, like, Jesus Christ, we're talking about this like it's rocket science, but like we want to try to step out of the box and do it like a little different. And again, as long as it makes us laugh, it, it's good enough for us. Hey, man, sometimes it's all that's uh, that's all you can do, right? Is just make yourself laugh at it. Yeah. When I first saw the titles, I was thinking, oh boy. These are going to be like covers of these songs that are sort of done. And I was really kind of happy to hear like you guys doing something sort of a really extreme at the same time. Cause like musically, this is kind of interesting as well. And I just was happy that it wasn't a cover of the thing that should not be with a parent. No, on right, top of it, right. you know? um, and actually Mark wrote most of that record. We just kind of do it. It's kind of who has the riff when we do it. I mean, Mark, wouldn't you agree with that? Oh yeah. We're doing, and like, the thing we're working on now, uh, we got together over a weekend and put it together. And then 
I sat on it for a year because I sucked. And now I'm getting back to it again. But that one's completely a 50-50 kind of collaboration. You Blake had all the ideas, and, you know, I just kind of put my stuff on top of it, and I'm going to grab a couple guys I know to throw some bass on it. And uh, that that's just this time. Who knows what's going to happen. If we're going to do anything else, it might, it might be more Blake the next time. Well, I get that you can't I mean, really perform with the parrot live, but if you were going to get a guest vocalist to sing those parts, who would it be? No one. Taylor Swift. Anybody, oh, anybody willing on. to wear a parrot costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well people know, really they... want to see the bird, and I think if we tried to pull the wool over their eyes, you know, no pun intended there, they'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, I mean, no, like... No. I mean, I... But yeah, I think if we played often and you guys paid twenty dollars to go see Pete Beacon and some jackass in a parrot suit, would you feel a little cheated? <laughs> no, I feel, I feel, that might I feel actually. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That'd be pretty damn awesome, man. <laughs> I keep the yeah, I keep the engine running in the in the van. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the person has to get in and out of a cage. That right. I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, come on. How much? You're not going to charge more than twelve bucks anyway. I'd pay twelve bucks. I wouldn't for that, feel you know? good charging anything for that. Come on, come on. <laughs> See, I'm the exact opposite. We'll do it for the highest bidder. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, we get paid. I'm unemployed right now, so I'm, gonna, I'm putting a rider together where we get paid in cuttlefish, basically. <laughs> so. You could crowdfund a performance and then just have people like vote on. Who would be the guest vocalist? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, we, we could do that. Yeah, we could. Oh. I mean, I've also heard like you know, why don't you have the parrot Skype in and uh-huh. that type of shit? But it's also like you know, because he just texts the microphone, he texts the camera the whole time, and it's yeah, I'm like what if you know, what if he's not feeling playful and doesn't do anything? So we're just up there jamming a guitar with like complete idiots. <laughs> With an iPad, which we can do anyway. Yeah, but so. you, you, right. can do, you can do the you can do the Michael Jackson and do and do a hologram or something. You know, like like go well, that. Yeah, right. that yeah. Be, yeah, that we would definitely need to crowd on that. I'd rather see a jackass in a suit. <laughs> the robotic parrot. Uh, it's like yeah. a leftover from Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World or something. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what we what, what we who we should get is someone like some real old washed up hair metal rocker like Jack Irons or somebody. And be like, it's going to be like, what? You want me to do what? Yeah. You want me to wear a parrot suit? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we should put it out there for the lowest bidder. We'll just put God. it out there. Who will do this for the most cocaine? You crowdfund that. Hey, we'll, they don't, we'll they're not even aware of it. Ticket. Oh, my God. That That's awesome. Sad. I mean, Brett Michaels isn't having too good of a career lately, right? Huh? <laughs> we need to shoot a little lower than that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more along the lines of like Lord Tracy, you know, <laughs> didn't even sell big when they could have, you know, it is really right. low. We don't, yeah, we don't want some kind of like ego getting in the way, right? Yeah. 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 Well, well, they got to enough. Right. Oh, maybe you could get Ricky Rackman. Yeah. I mean, See, now you're talking. Even I don't think I could tolerate that. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be so good. It would uh, be pretty I don't good. have to leave my house. I don't have to leave my house to punch myself in the dick. Why would I want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you, guys. It was so much fun talking. Dude, hell yeah, you. man. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for... Yeah, absolutely, man. It's our yeah, pleasure. Glad, I'm, I'm finally glad I got to talk to you guys. I listen uh, when I can. Awesome, man. And, uh, awesome. I'm always like, when are they going to get Pikachu on this, on this motherfucker? And it's never, <laughs> never happened yet, but... Yeah, and then I ask a pig destroyer question, you guys, and you're right? like totally segueing right out of that. You, you handled yeah. that like a pro. <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh, come on. You want Pig Destroyer on? I'm trying to segue into some Pig Destroyer questions. Well, I mean, if you have questions, I can answer them. But, you know. ah. How much Doom is on the next uh, Pig, Pig Destroyer ha. record? <laughs> I wouldn't expect any. So, and, but, uh, okay. I know you guys, I know you guys uh, like, talked about when we did Mass and Volume. And that was kind of like a one-off thing that we did when we were in the studio during Phantom Web. And uh, yeah. we put that out because one of the guys that relapsed had died, and it was it came out digitally uh, as like a benefit for his daughter. And did um, he say, like, did. they'll do doom over my dead body? And you guys were like, okay, now's the time. <laughs> you know, um, no, it was, it was more like uh, to help out with his daughter's college funds and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And the response was actually pretty good, so... A record label being what they are was like, you know what? We're going to release this and we're going to make money off of it. Yeah, so that's how that. That's how that. Happened. That was fun. I, I, I actually, I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a, a pretty neat departure, actually, to hear like oh, just another you. facet. You know, it was like really cool. And I love the you way know, that you guys did it. Just like as a year, it wasn't like you asked everybody to jump onto like a three-year album cycle. You're like, hey, we're going to do this. Couple of songs and yeah. Yeah, yeah and that like was cool. if you don't want it, you don't have to buy it. If you're not a fan of that sort of entertainment, change the channel, you know? Right, yeah. Like, well, it's whatever. And, you know, Doom and, and Grindcore, they're, they're kind of two sides of the same coin. You know, it's both extreme music. So, and we're fans of that stuff, too. And, you know, it's, it was a little bit of a departure, but it was a lot of fun for us. There's actually a failed song, a failed track for that that will never see the light of day. When we did those sessions, we were kind of going for like a doomy Pink Floyd vibe, and we hired this guy to come in and play Rhodes. We just couldn't, we couldn't get it. Like it was close, but we just weren't nailing it. I think at like four o'clock in the morning, Joe was like, "Hey, ma'am, what band are we in?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So let's just call this quits. Oh, but I love that story. That's such a great idea to just like, okay, we're just we're all on board with an idea. Let's see what happens. Instead of like, yeah. we're just going to go do what we do. It was like, no, no, we've got the resources. Let's try something. Yeah, I think Jared was cutting vocals while Scott and I were like, Scott and Brian were in the other room, like demoing that and, and recording it. Oh, so we just cool. had, we, you know, we, we built a studio in Scott's house and we recorded everything there. But this we had paid for time. So we're like, well, we've got it. What are we going to do? Sit around and drink more beer? <laughs> um, you know so since we're here why why don't we drink beer with a guitar sack around us you know overachievers you, i'll tell you do what. you learn yeah, something right. from that <laughs> do you, you kind of like learn something from that though that like when you when you go to write or record the next thing you you you, you i don't know you touch something in there that you will like yeah absolutely i mean before that we had the natasha ep which was you know like a 38 minute track or something like that. And it's, it's really slow. Um, you know, it's just kind of... I also learned that uh, if you're going to tune to Z on a bass, don't use somebody else's cabinet. And if you <laughs> blow the speaker, be prepared to be have someone pissed off at you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it's it just kind of comes from, you know, where it comes from. We're all just like, huge metal fans and just do what we do. So it, it, I guess the learning point of that was like we could actually do it and pull it off. But other than that, no. I mean, we didn't learn a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, actually. I love that. It's like, no, fuck it. We're having fun. (laughs) 
We didn't learn a goddamn thing. Next Aww. album's going to be 30-second grindcore songs, and there's going to be 40 of them. Love it. Done. Yeah, See, I'm, it, it'll probably be along those lines. All right. Awesome. <laughs> but it's like when, when it, it's always to me like really cool when there's a band that you're a fan of, and then you know you collect everything that they do, and everybody will complain from album C to album D that oh my god they changed so much. But like when you're an Uber fan, you're like no I I got the seven inch and this split thing that they did and this other thing that they did, and you can hear the progression when you and the side project the singer did, and when you hear all those now that progression doesn't seem so extreme, and that to me is always kind of kind of cool to, to to kind of see what happens i well, was wondering if that was what might might be going on in pig destroy right now um you know yeah maybe i mean we haven't really started writing for the new record yet so who knows it's kind of when scott hits his point and he like it, it's like a small explosion like we'll get like two songs and then next in ward nine 15. is that a small explosion in ward nine or ward six yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right ward six um, but like he, he'll, when he gets to a point, it's like creative street hits and he's just, here you go. Here's the record guys. Learn it. Like you put your shit over a so you start writing and then everyone else learning their parts. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts how it happened. So I don't know. So, I, no, did I even answer your question? <laughs> close, close so enough. No, no expectations for 2015 then? Oh, uh, no, probably not this year. Uh, okay. maybe next year. I'd like to think that we'd, we'd start on it this year. And then, you know, when we hand it into Relapse, they've got to do what they've got to do, which, you know. Do Relapse yeah. go to you guys and go like, hey, we want to send you to Europe in the summer, so we need it by April, you know, that sort of thing? You know, they probably do that with most bands, um, but not with us, because since we're kind of known to not really tour, it's not quite like that. They did between Sam Lynn and Bookburner. It was like, so what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys going to have a new record? before you die uh, because it was like a good six years i think wow. uh, but you know we had lost a drummer and we built a studio and did all that shit so and it took a while you know everyone's lives get in their way <laughs> like i said we're not in a van 24 24 hours a day you know half the year like most bands like i don't see how revocation does it or dying fetus unless they're constantly on the road yeah or ken mode i mean does ken mode even have a place to live <laughs> i don't think <laughs> they do anymore yeah, they're just constantly on the road. And, like, that's great, and that works for them, but that doesn't really work for us, you know? So, Blake, why doesn't Pig Destroyer sort of more embrace this whole we hate cops thing? Um, I mean, we do to a certain extent. I mean, none of us are really huge fans. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just not where the band is anymore. The, like, when the band first started, I mean, even way before I was in it, um, you know, I was, like, a huge fan. I think I booked their second or third show or something like that. Wow. Um, but it was more politically based. And I think Jared just kind of found his voice. And that's kind of where it went. You know, it's not like a conscious thing. Like, it just kind of like, you know, you ever heard like the I didn't find it, it found me mm-hmm. sort of vibe or uh-huh. philosophy of a lot of, yeah, it was kind of like that. Huh. Like Jared started reading, I think, different uh, literature and kind of found his voice and, and it, it spoke to him and it seemed to resonate with uh, a lot of people that like the band yeah it just seems like now is like that awesome opportunity yeah Yeah. it seems like now's the time where where the incidents are actually happening they coincide with that sort of feeling the footage of the incidents well yeah right i'm from baltimore um so i was thinking about selling picture shirts at the riots yeah (laughs) 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 you guys should have been playing that shit i don't know man if 
You ever been to Baltimore? <laughs> it's been a long, long the, time. The, 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 yeah, the places where the riots were, like, uh, you, I don't stop at stoplights. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> like you would have held on to the shirts for all that long. Yeah, no, it's, it's a rough, they're rough parts of town. So no, People were yeah, running yeah. off with every anything that wasn't nailed down, so... You know, a bunch of big destroyers. Sure. Would have been all over Fox News, though. <laughs> tell you what. That's true, yeah, man. that's right. Well, that's kind of cool, know, though. No for... press is bad press, right? I'll tell <laughs> you, next time you were driving through downtown, you'd see about 15 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if somebody busts open an ATM, the first thing you want is a big destroyer merch booth right near there. <laughs> they, you, exactly. you want them laundering I mean, that money right. as fast as possible, you know? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Community service. So, no, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate it. It's awesome. No, thank much you respect. guys so much. Yeah, well, thank, thank today.
Cataclysm on the Metal Sucks podcast. The Serpent's Dung is the uh, name of the song right there. Death Metal. Death they were metal. so good on the 70,000 Tons. Well, they were pretty uh, good, uh, man. The crews. I enjoyed them. Even lying in our room, <laughs> <laughs> watching them on closed caption, <laughs> oh, because we were too freaking exhausted God. to go out and see I it in know. person. Mm. Even there, like I think it was like a soundboard in mono. It, they were great. Yeah, you know? no, it was. And what was it? It was like, because um, it was their, was it their first performance of the, of the cruise yeah, or something like that? We, and everything we, was they were so back. good. We we went and watched them on the yeah, on yeah the deck yeah. too late afterwards but but yeah. but man yeah that was like the because everything got pushed back on that first couple of days because of the stage or whatever and, and right, they were playing yeah. at like four in the morning or something yeah. something stupid is like oh my god no yeah I can't, you're I can't like drink let's, anymore I can't. let's go walk over there and check it out and I'm like dude you're lucky I'm awake yeah. right now no, true, true at all uh, and by the way I am no longer awake <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, um, you want to learn how to record live music? Uh, hey, one of our sponsors here at the Mental Sucks Podcast. Check out our friends over at Creative Live. Uh, they got classes on engineering, mixing, mastering, all taught by artists like Between the Bear and Me, Converge, Periphery, Dillinger. Head over to creativelive.com slash audio uh, if you want to learn some more and uh, watch some free previews. Very cool stuff over there at uh, creativelive.com. It's an awesome service. Go over there now before like they realize how awesome they are and like start charging more because and- their, their classes are so inexpensive for how awesome. Awesome they are, and so. it's another way for uh, artists to you know like make money <laughs> by not spending yeah. money uh record yourself uh, there you go D- don't stream your music this is how you make an lp you're going to scratch it into the vinyl on your own you can learn how to do all that stuff <laughs> no but they got no, that they not. got the business side of things as well yeah. as the the like engineering side of things i mean all that stuff it's so so good definitely a lot of good advice over there at uh, creative live.com 
Boom. All right, uh, we got to wrap this show up, don't we? Son of you a bitch. This is another episode in the can. Unbelievable. Next week, I don't know what the hell we're going to do next week. We'll just have to see. Uh, you'll have to subscribe and find out. That's the easy way to do it. Make sure you go to iTunes uh, and you search Metal Sucks Podcast or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And just search for Metal Sucks Podcast and you will find us. Subscribe, leave us a couple of stars, maybe review, tell your friends about it, all that kind of stuff. Feel yeah, free to share. do so. Share Please it. Please share. Please share. And 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 when you subscribe, make sure it downloads like on all of your devices. Because <laughs> that's all we can count are the downloads. So. Yeah, something like that. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, even if you just log in every once in a while and download all 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 hundred and some odd episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's know. like it's like we got we got a hundred thousand people to listen this week. It's like, ah no, we got like a quarter of that, but all of them got you know, an iPad, a desktop computer, <laughs> so a couple every, cell phones. Yeah, every know? device. Log into every single one and pull it down. All right, good times. Or, of course, you can go to MetalSucks.net and listen to it right there on the interwebs and uh, check all that stuff out. While you're there, we get a little speak pipe link at the bottom if you want to leave us a message like Cameron did this week. Uh, you can tell us what you think. Maybe give us a topic start or something like that. And, um, yeah, we got a few that are on deck. Don't worry, coming. You know, we got a few regulars that we got to get in there. But feel free to leave yours, and uh, maybe we'll chime in about it on one of these uh, future episodes here on uh, the metal sucks podcast and you can also follow awesome. us on the uh, socials i am uh let's see at bearded ape on twitter i am at godless speaks and godlessspeaks.com so follow us there and uh yeah we'd be happy to talk to you man because you know, i even got a facebook page people so you can catch me on godless speaks <laughs> on facebook too wow I, I actually give like you know like behind the curtain stuff you're now. moving up in the world yeah with the facebook page yeah, All the right. Yeah, yeah. Good times. I had just did Twitter. That's uh, that's pushing my boundaries. Lately, that's about it, man. Hey, but you're busy with NoControlRadio.com, streaming well. metal 24-7, and your Friday night show live. Uh, was it uh, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Saturday morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, At uh, No Control Eastern Radio time. on the Twitter box, I always post, and you can see what I played on the show for all that stuff if you go. Uh, check all that out. So, so. I love your show. Oh, and I, thank I, and, you. And I, I, so you know, sweet. Now, since I can't like listen in Europe to the the twenty four seven station because it's U.S. only royalties, I gotta, man. I have to go to your SoundCloud and listen to your Friday night yeah. show, which I do every week. Royalties, so. baby. That's what that's all about, man. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy stuff, dude. All right, we gotta wrap it up. I am Chuck. I am Godless, and this is another episode of the Metal Sucks Podcast.